Hey, welcome to the Medicine Cabinet Podcast. Now here's one of our sponsors. Pay the bills, gotta pay the bills. This episode has been sponsored by Jellyfish Treasury. Jellyfish Treasury is a line of jewelry and other custom-created conceptual and sentimental treasures designed to both celebrate and contribute to life's beauty. You can collab with the jeweler and put the things you love in your accessories. Jellyfish Treasury began as a series of earrings with images of artists' collage with recycled materials, antique findings, and colorful beads from all around the world. Custom colors, custom fit styles for your vision. There are many ready-made items available, though the real heart of Jellyfish Treasury is making something out of the buyer's sentiment and the maker's imagination. This already product name. If you're not sure what you want, check it out. Get some ideas. Make an order. Go. Adorn yourself with your Yeah, this episode, Rootstock Republic, is uh, the guest of honor, you know, as Jules and Jarvis. Yeah, we learned, uh, I can't speak for everybody, but myself, I definitely learned a lot that uh, this episode. Uh, yeah, she uh, she's just so peaceful, both of them, just so peaceful and have a, a positive way of thinking. And I, and, and I sometimes keep some negativity in my life and keep it in, my, in the back of my brain, you know, I'm like... Uh, just from hearing the way they talk and the way they go about things and the reasons for doing things really opened my eyes on on how I should probably uh, uh, be viewing things in other ways and they kind of provoke my mind to go to, 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 to take a different direction but uh, yeah listen to the episode and let me know what you think you can find us uh, if you have any questions for the guests Hit us up on themedcabpod at gmail.com. And yeah, make sure to follow us on IG, themedcabpod. That's T-H-E-M-E-D-C-A-B-P-O-D. And on Twitter, at themedcab. T-H-E-M-E-D-C-A-B. All right, we're live at the medcab. Yeah, live at the medcab. Thank you guys for coming out, listening again. Uh, Yeah, the medcab is where we bring artists in. Bring out the inspiration and the inspiration and the, the things that motivate us, and we, we try and bring that out of them and to you, to, uh, for you guys. And today we got TJ, we got Lindsay, and the guest of ours. We have Roots Rock, Rootstock Republic. I always call it Roots Rock because like, like <laughs> maybe because I'm Jamaican, maybe <laughs> but it's Rootstock Republic. <laughs> Saying Julia and Jarvis, Julia Jones and Jarvis Benson. So uh, you're from South Carolina, Jarvis. From South Carolina. And you're from right. Buffalo? Buffalo, New York, born and raised. So, so how'd you get into music? What made you want to get into strings? Like like, <laughs> like violin and viola, you know? Like, of all things. Yeah. Of, all, of all things, right? Yeah. Yeah. My older sister actually started. She's a super brilliant attorney. Okay. With just a passion for music, but not really uh, an affinity for an instrument. And yeah. both my parents, who really love music, um, were really adamant that both of their kids had to play. Okay. And so, because my sister... Apparently didn't show very much potential. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> being the youngest sister. What, I, what I, instrument did she start on? She started with violin. She yeah. finished on piano, but she kind of quit both. All and right. then I, on my fifth birthday, I literally started playing violin. And twenty-eight years later, here we are. You said you said you're the youngest. I'm the youngest of two. And, okay, and she's five years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Almost oh, the same year, my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Me too. Your brother plays also? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all. So you're the only one in the family that plays? Or? In my, yeah, my immediate family. But my 
family background, we were all musicians, church okay. musicians, singers, okay. and all of that. But honestly, it was just by chance. I, by chance? Yeah. Like, because like for me, uh, how I got into the strings is like, uh, there was a, a program called Project Step. And step stands for string training educational program, mm, mm. and like they like came to uh, the inner city schools in Boston, and then they put on a performance, and the kids that reacted to the performance they were invited to like Saturday classes, right. and then my older brother was saying part of that, and then I just kind of followed in his footsteps, but uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, like, but what made you guys like choose the like the classical strings, like the training, like what was what was that, like who? Who showed it to you first, or was that just the instrument they had in school or something? Well, honestly, I mean, I remember going to, it was, I think it was fifth grade you decided which instrument you wanted to play. Mm -hmm. And I went to the class, and everybody was picking violin, everybody was picking cello. And viola, I'm always a different one, I'm always the eyeball. I embrace that. Uh, so I was like, viola, what's that? I just started playing that. Didn't know what it was going to sound like, didn't know anything. Yeah, but yeah. I started in fifth grade, and here I am today. And honestly, I, I did. In public school, I started in public school. Yeah, I had really great teachers to embrace uh, my talent, my skill, and then that's where classical music started being part of my life, and it's been a part ever since. Okay, all right, and like like your reason for getting because you said your sister was uh, yeah, well she, my my sister came up through the Suzuki method. Okay, mm -hmm. so you, all right, so you, and they they had a, a pretty like big Suzuki community yeah. in, in Buffalo at the time. They, they, I think they still do, but yeah, I, I kind of came up. I came up through the Suzuki program, going to community school of music, because right. um, the school I went to at the time didn't have music, and then yeah. um, the Buffalo Philharmonic Orchestra, at that time, you know, um, was really bringing in some incredible artists, and they, they still are, but like I just remember kind of in the like late 80s, early 90s, um, my mom took me to see Midori. Oh, um, gosh, and yeah. I, that yeah. was the first time that I had ever like made an association with the fact that like I played this instrument she, she that was, she also played and so that was the first time I'd ever feel like I like really she, heard she, it. She was a soloist like uh, at one of the orchestras like one of the regional orchestras I play with okay. and like at the reception it's like uh, cause like she's been doing it since like what age 13 or like yeah it's like been six I think or like that. she had like a 30 or 40 <laughs> career or something yeah, you know, like, you know, it's like <laughs> but like uh, to watch her like take photographs you know mm -hmm. it was kind of awkward you know because it's like as soon as the camera is in front of her face, like a smile, but as soon as the flash goes off, it goes like straight dead face. You know, what I mean? <laughs> it's like really awesome. But she played amazing. She yeah, played amazing, and like the the whatever she played for her encore, it was just so it was just so still, and like uh, it just everything was just still in the room. You know, and so you just, still really remember. That, oh though. yeah, you know I remember I mean? the feeling. It's, it's yeah, a vivid memory. Somebody, yeah, those are the things. Yeah. For sure, definitely, definitely. I feel like you you imagine, and you know we understand that now. Like mm -hmm. when you're performing, you're giving 150 percent of your yourself physically and mentally and spiritually. And so, yeah, I, I feel like I have friends who have different opinions about it. But like post show, like how do you show up? You know when you want to engage with you know community and like folks who've been there to support. Sometimes yeah. you actually just like want to chill right. yeah. and not have to engage. So then. <laughs> To go from being on to like needing to be on in this other way, I can imagine that's why she was maybe like a little deadpan, oh, like okay, oh, picture, no picture. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what, what, what can just, what, the way I was looking at it, like, uh, like you must get tired of like people just running up on you, of taking course. pictures, like for thirty years. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying like. That's got to be a lot, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Occupational hazard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not the worst of things, though. It's not the worst, no, no, no. Of, not the worst of things. Yeah. I mean, hazard in a really loving way. 
<laughs> so like uh like uh what uh you you went to uh P you guys met at Peabody. Yeah. We met at Peabody. Peabody. Yep. And that was uh I came in I started in 03. Okay. And I came in 04. Okay. And that's when we met and then kind of at some point earlier. Y'all were just tight like right away or we like were, we were pretty tight. Yeah, we were pretty tight right on. Yeah. And we ended up living in like right next door to each other in the dorm. So it's yeah. like you know, and I think it's true for most most conservatories where there's a really small community or small demographic of African American students. Oh and yeah, and oh, Peabody yeah. in particular, there was like a when, real. When I was at where, where is that? That's in Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. It's the music school of Johns Hopkins, which is yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hopkins. When I was at NEC, I was the only black string player until my fourth year. Wow. So, wow. And there was a there was a girl that played trombone with Dre's. And uh, but dreads is a kind of an important factor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, Sam. Christmas dreads, no, it all, makes you feel like yes. There's, all, there's only a few of us in the game, you know, like right. with, the, yeah. with the dreadlocks really still holding it down, you know. Say, I see a lot of people cut theirs, saying, like, well, my hair is so full and thick, you know, so I can't really, <laughs> it's not really yeah. turning gray yet, you know. So, <laughs> That's another thing about being orchestra, being like the only one with a full head of hair sometimes, like, saying no crazy. <laughs> you being like the black classical yeah, kid yeah, with locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand, I understand. Yeah, but at least you're from Boston. I'm from Buffalo. Oh, right, like, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah, they're true. like, what? How? True. I, I remember <laughs> other, say, other kids coming in with do-rags and wearing that, like, back in the early days. But uh, but a lot of those kids, like, yeah, I want to also get into a lot of those kids end up quitting right. and leaving, like, and they had so much promise because, like, and, like, just uh, just naturally saying well, a lot of kids of color, not all of them say, not all black kids can dance, you know. Like, right, right, right. Not all black kids got real. Yeah, I wasn't. Not all I black kids can sing. Yeah. Not all black kids can play bass. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? But, but uh, yeah, there's something natural in us with the music, you know, and like, yeah. and when we take on to like our classical music, uh, yeah, we, we 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 show that you know, but uh, but but I feel like a lot of people stop striving because the main goal I thought when I first started was Yo Yo Ma, mm -hmm. and because uh, I'm from Boston, so Boston Symphony Orchestra, mm -hmm. yeah, saying true. those were the top things, and I, I played bass so Edgar Meyer, you know, like, mm -hmm. but like uh, I, I I never see any African Americans pursuing that, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like uh, like what, what I see a lot of though saying more than anything else is everybody not everybody but a lot of people end up starting their own things their own mm -hmm. companies that creating their own lanes you know what i'm yeah. saying like like uh and like yeah, i was curious to know why you started rootstock republic like what was <laughs> what was the reasoning behind that yeah i remember i remember so i moved to i moved to new york in 08 <clears throat> and I ended up leaving for about a, a year and a half. You left New York and came back? I, know, I left New York and came back. Wait, that's um, possible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be a living yeah, yeah. I've been scared I'll to be leave, I'll be the barometer for possibility. I'm still yeah, not going to come back. I'm staying. I'll keep my ass right here. I remember, <laughs> I, I, remember I, I left for about a year and a half. I was living with my sister in D.C. And at the time, I remember we were watching TV. We were watching some award show, some late night show. And it was like over the course of a couple months, it was like every time we saw strings, like there was never any diversity represented. And I don't mean like all white and like one Asian person or like all white and like two black people. I mean, just like really just as diverse 
as the the history of all these instruments. Like a Jay Z concert. Yeah. Or, but <laughs> yeah. oftentimes not not, not 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 even then to be honest. You know, like yeah. really not even then. You know, I, I think um, you know there there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of preconceived notions and like misconceptions about you know who and what a string player is and what what they oh, should yeah. look like. And oh, so yeah. I remember at the time my sister and I were thinking they were like you know what if we could actively create a space for folks of color who play string instruments to be celebrated to be um, seen like can we create a platform for visibility can we create a platform for dynamic performance can we create a platform for string players of color to be working and to, for those gifts to be activated mm-hmm. and supported and so in 2014 fast forward um, yeah like we figured out a name figured out a logo and within a month like we're already kind of booking our 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 first project and within two years of that you know had some incredible growth but then jarvis who's like one of my best friends on the planet really he called me he called me at at the top of this year actually Mm -hmm. at the top of 2017 it was like i see what you're doing i really want to support how can i help you and i was like don't help me just help me uplift this vision Mm -hmm. And so that was really, yeah. mm-hmm. that's, that's really so much of... Because you don't want to tell nobody what to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's, like, it's, it's not about us individually. It's like, yeah. you know, we're, we're a company that creates a space. That's really what it is. It's not Juliet, it's not Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Like, we are, you know, executive members of the company, and so making a lot of decisions. But we create a space for, for folks, you know, to... To come together, you know, we love to be collaborative. It's like, you know, we call yeah, it, you yeah, know, it's like we have, sure. we have like kind of like our, our core five, you know, like people right. like who we, we call all the time because like we, we wanted to establish a foundation. Yeah, we yeah. We set a certain precedent. And I think but, that's what's, what the beauty about Rootsock is. And, and one of the things why I latched on is the fact that, like she said, it's not, it's not about us. It's not about the players. It's about everybody. You know, yeah, it's about yeah. everybody shining. It's about everybody having a platform where they can speak their voice. Yeah. It's not Juliet's voice. It's not my voice. It's Root Sock's voice. And Root Sock's voice is collaborative. So if Chris is playing, Chris has a voice as well. No yeah. one's muted. And we celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, and, that's, and that's that's yeah. what we want. That's what we we strive for. And I think that's what we want everybody to feel. The audience, the players, um, our clients, the people we're collaborating with, all of those things. Nice dope. Yeah. Nice dope. Yeah. Can you go into a little bit of like how it actually looks in practice? Because I was like looking around at your website, and I think that the name is beautiful and, and the vision is great. Um, I'm having a little bit of a hard time like seeing how it works out concretely, probably because I'm not a musician myself. But right. I think it'd be cool to hear a little bit about like um, like what you've actually done with your collaborations and yeah, like how sure. it actually manifests. Yeah. Well, I'll say this year alone has been an amazing. Profound. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> then, it's been crazy. You know, yeah. we. We have monthly meetings mm-hmm. where we assess what our goals are on a week-to-week, month-to-month, annual, and kind of like two-to-five-year basis. Sometimes those things will shift a little bit, but within the first six months of the year, we had scored and played for a major film, um, which is being released on Netflix in two months, actually, Mudbound with director right. D. Reese. Oh, wow. What's it called? Uh, Mudbound. Yeah. Um, uh, starring Carrie Mulligan, Mayor J. Blige. You, wait, you, 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 you... You were on that session. You scored it? No, but we played that okay, session. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, we, we played that session. Yeah. Tamar Kali um, was the, the film composer on that project. Um, but the thing that was so incredible about a project of that nature was it was the first time that we haven't seen anywhere where the three major players in terms of producing the music for that mm. were three black women. It was like D. Reese, woman of color, 
my colleague, woman of color, and myself as a contractor on that project, woman of color, hiring an all, all, all POC stringlet ensemble. Like literally, it doesn't happen. Right. And so what we what we challenge in terms of the status quo is, hey, this other reality is possible. Mm-hmm. And so our work is really rooted from a place of we have something to say. We are not to be exclusive, but we also want to create a space for folks to celebrate because it's like when you look at Hollywood or you look at what a film scoring room even ever looks like. Oh, yeah. It is maybe, <laughs> maybe... Like, literally, I'm stretching by saying maybe one person of color. Literally. I mean, you look at the American orchestra right now, it's maybe 2%. Mm. Maybe, I think, maybe, I think, maybe I think less. It, I think it's 2.4. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, might have gone yeah. up in the past yeah, few years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and so sure. it's like we've done film, we've like worked yeah, with choreographer, like, we work dance, we're scoring a major play that's going to be, um, you know, the world premiere is at Jiva Theater about the life of Frederick Douglass and Susan B. Anthony. He was a self-taught violinist, so it's like we're creating a space to tell really dynamic absolutely. stories and to also feature and center. Like, like, like another thing, like, uh, like I remember one of my ex-girlfriends, she was like, damn, I, like, I never know that you could... Even I thought this was just a hobby. I didn't know you could make a career out of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, She's not the first to say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. And then, and then also I had my, my first student ever. His, his pops came to me. He goes, like, my mom's told me, like, you can be president. You know? Yeah. Like, he's like, you know, what the fuck are you talking about, mom? You know what I'm saying? But he goes, Chris, you got to understand all my son knows is a black president. You know what I'm saying? And all my son knows about classical music is his black teacher. You know what I'm saying? I was like... We do have an entire generation of folks who, like, literally only know Barack Obama in terms of, like, the living president. But, right, like, part part of, I think, is is true for, like, no matter who you are, there's a lot of power in seeing yourself. Mm -hmm. When you Mm -hmm. see yourself, and it's like, this kind of slides over more to the work that Jarvis is doing personally. Like, Jarvis is in the midst of you know, founding an academy for really gifted and exceptional black string players. But it's like the work that we do is having such a pronounced and prevalent effect mm-hmm. on the next generations of like string players, musicians, just individuals, you know, yeah. how they mm-hmm. may um, and can and the possibility of them contributing to like society at large. And so it's like to see Jarvis do what he's doing, it in a sense almost gives people like a certain permission to be like, oh, that's possible. Mm-hmm. I can do that too. That's not odd. That's not weird. That's not rare. That's not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, creates, it creates a certain yeah. space and I think we're trying to create that. And I some pipes. What's it called? Uh, yeah. Uh, Improvisation. You know, we're really into that too. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, but uh, like, uh, and so I think that's one of the, the the good things about you know what you know she said about developing me developing the school and just the whole process of root talking how we operate. It's just the idea of building something that someone can fall into and say, yes, I can do the same. Yeah. Um, and just creating that. Yeah, like that's why I was so interested in this podcast. Was like just to. Really, honestly, to try and inspire people because, like, uh, I have fallen short of things sometimes just from like uh, not believing in myself, like, but believing in the doubts. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and like those things come up, but like uh, I'm trying to bring these stories so when people hear something that's similar to their story, they go out and and do it. You know? 
you know, I think that's, you know, I think. But seeing it and hearing it, you know what I'm saying? Like we're saying. Absolutely. Seeing is everything, you know. Like marketing. He, absolutely. Saying like, absolutely. We trying to get marketing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> saying marketing, like, in, like the reason marketing is important because people pay for marketing because yeah. it's a real thing, you know, like sure. seeing, you know. It's an interesting thing, though. You know, it's like you certainly understand, like being a musician, like we understand, I think, firsthand being really committed and being in relationship with us, something that you feel so, um, so impassioned about it, like so moved by, and that you're willing to dedicate your life. Like, how many hours, like, can we even count at this point? Oh, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, like, if you're willing to dedicate yourself, your time, your energy towards something so profound, like, oh, you can apply that anywhere oh right? yeah it's like yeah. you have a certain understanding and relationship with you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that may be, like, a little cerebral, but, you know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think there's ways of connecting. <laughs> somebody, somebody take a shower right now? Like, should we, should we, oh, do we, you want me to run upstairs? Nah, it's, it's, it's all good. Let them be clean, bro. We live right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of that, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got the headphones on just coming in so directly. This is really right grassroots recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any money. I don't have a fancy studio. Nah, I'm all good with the grassroots. Let me keep my honesty. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> now, now what's it called? The last uh, last episode we did was like outdoors and like I was just staring around the whole time. Helicopters going everywhere because I, I get everything that's coming in. Every neck, every knuckle like that's cracked, room. every chip that's being dipped. Of course. So I hear it all. So I'm like, that's how you know it's real. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Unscripted. No, but like, yeah, but like, because uh, like, uh, but I see, I hear now, I'm getting an understanding because, because, uh, yeah, because like, yeah, visuals, you know, and like, uh, I'm still waiting on that, like uh, uh, the 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 yo-yo ma, the black yo-yo ma, or the the black Bernstein or something like that. That's really gonna. And I think that's what what what's beautiful about root sock and beautiful about building something of your own. You need the foundation first to get because, there. Absolutely, because the thing is, is that you just don't see it. I know for me, like growing up, it's just something that I I didn't see. And of course, as a black musician, you know we have, you know, music inside of us, whether it's classical music or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, you look on stage, there's no motivation. Yes, you have the motivation inside yeah. of you, but if you don't see someone that looks similar to you, yeah. it's defeating to you. Yeah. Oh, and that's, sure. you know what I mean? It's, it, it's very intimidating. Like, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's interesting, yeah. too. And I, I feel like, you know, Jessica McJunkins, who is, um, you know, one of, one of our principal violence in, in Rustak, too, made a really great point because I feel like there was some article going around about Chevalier mm. being known as the little Mozart. Mm. And, you know, the, the point that she contested, which I really agree with, is, like, why does he have to be the little Mozart? Why couldn't he actually just be Chevalier? Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. why does he have to stand in the, like, in the shape of someone else wonderful who's been, but, like, why why does this African-American man have to just live inside of the shape that Mozart mm-hmm. has created? Like, why couldn't it just be, like, there's Mozart, there's Chevalier, not the little Mozart? You know, not yeah. the black, the black Mozart. What, what if it was phrased yeah. as a Mozart of his time? Or maybe what if is it that was diff- just, Is that different? Maybe it's just Shavali. Were, were they around? Were they contemporaries? Like, or? maybe that's enough, though. You yeah. know what I mean? I think maybe, like, maybe, like, that's the point. That, like, we don't need a black yo-yo mom. We just need some really powerful black child, which we have and have seen and heard. But maybe 
the, the, the platforms for visibility, I think, has been pretty limited. Because mm. you think of, like, Eugene Moy, like, he's just as old as Yo-Yo Ma's been around forever. Um, incredible impact in terms of being a cellist conductor and composer, but you don't really know that name. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no disrespect to anybody else, no, but it's a possible I, 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 I hear what you're saying, and, like, mm. yeah, yeah, it, it gets mm. me uh, more on the, on the uh, words mean things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and yeah, and, and like, uh, man, I don't want to bring this shit up, man. Like, <laughs> it's like, it, 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 it's like, uh, to call Columbus a hero. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is a very nice interview. <laughs> we out. Shout out to Red Cow. Yeah. <laughs> That's our time. No, no, we're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. But words mean things, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. And like, and, 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 and like for me to, yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm crippling myself by saying the black yo yo ma. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's the idea, yes, we understand what is what is intended by it. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. I think it's the idea of why can't we have our own identity? Why can't we yeah. have yeah, yeah. an identity it's, it's, where it's, people so, recognize uh, us It's so funny. It's it. so funny. It, it, uh, uh, Sean, Sean's one of our other hosts, you know, and like uh, saying, Sean, I love Sean, saying, and sometimes he likes to play devil's advocate. And I'm thinking what he would say, saying, Saying, even though we're just having so much peace and love, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 like, it's just like, I think. He, I, 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 first, it's, he was trying to say button real quick. Wait, wait, sorry, I'm gonna say. He was trying to challenge, like, because, like. No, 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 no like, because, uh, like, when, when the things you were saying, like, I'm thinking, like, how would, like, uh, like if somebody white was to say say what we're saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, but they wouldn't say it like that, and they didn't say it like that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, because, like, the way you say it and you approach the things is so peaceful and so. So much love in it, you know what I'm saying? When you, in your words, and when you when you bring them across, and I'm and they're going through my ear, you know, it's like uh, yeah. I, I, I just want to say that you don't call Elvis the the white Chuck Berry, mm-hmm. you know, like we were talking yeah. about. You mm-hmm. like so I kind I kind of agree with that point. Or you don't call uh 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 what you make we'll call it uh what's the other trumpet player. Wait, Marcellus? No, 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 white trumpet player. White trumpet player? Oh my god, I'll come come with Chris? Uh, uh, Brian, Brian's t shirt? Hmm? Chris Bolte? Oh, uh, well, he's, he's a no. He's actually pretty good. He became best friend of the What, <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, white people have in this country. White people have developed their own identity as artists in this country. Right. By using black music. Right. But when black people try to do the same thing they do. No. No? No, that is a clarinet player. Oh, shit. That is wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it's just interesting how, like, yeah, people have been taking our music for, mm. uh, well, since we got here, mm. and before, probably. Mm. I mean, we call that appropriation. <laughs> you got a word for that. No, we, we call it appropriating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be cornrows, now it's box race. We got appropriated. Well, you, you know, when you think about it, too, I mean, if you look at the history of even just string instruments, which we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Like the lineage of that goes way beyond what we know and understand as mm-hmm. Western classical music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think we're just probably talking about like a certain marker in history up until today. But mm-hmm. there's like all of this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That we don't talk about, isn't really discussed, mm-hmm. it's not in any textbook. If you come through conservatory, you won't hear erase one, history. One, yeah, Absolutely. like real, like really, you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean. <laughs> 
talking about is no different in terms of the instruments that we play too, you know? Um, I mean, people have been doing it way, like, way longer than we have. So when you think of, let's tell me like two or three really well-known or like famous folks of color who play string instruments. They could be like a band or like a solo artist. Like Classical or just string? Any, anything strings. Mm. I got B.B. King. Okay. I got uh, Prince. Something like Jimmy Hendrix. In, in terms of like like orchestral instrumentation. Uh, okay. Orchestral. Mm. That might be a little I got. I, I got. Uh, right? You know what I mean? I can't, huh? I can't name like any that are current. <laughs> Anyways, so that's okay. But you might know like uh, Lindsey Sterling. Right. You might know that name. Okay. Hopkins. Okay. I'm just thinking of like. Scott Atley is not knowing anything. I know Yo Yo Ma. You know Yo Yo Ma. You know like Lindsey Stern is a is a is a younger woman, younger white woman who plays violin, yeah. popularized a certain type of kind of like crossover uh-huh. yeah. like style of music. Yeah. Right. But there's all these other groups. You think of. I mean, even like Regina Carter feels like oh, she stands yeah, out as yeah, like yeah. a mo- most obvious to me. Mm-hmm. She's been in the game for a long time. Yeah. Went to Juilliard, classically trained. She was like, no. I mean, I'm sorry, crazy. You know? And really, like, she's 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 created such a profound impact mm-hmm. on string playing. It doesn't matter what genre of music you play. You know yeah. what I mean? You think of the Uptown String Quartet that plays with Max Roach. Every single one of those players is classically trained and have the ability to cross over. And are they are, like, all completely well-versed in jazz. Playing right. with Max Roach, you know, in the late 80s. You know, you think of... I mean, there there's... There's a number of folks you think of, even groups like, you know, Nothing But Strings, or you think of, like, Chargot, or you think mm-hmm. of, you know what I mean? Like, there's all, and I'm talking, like, just in terms of, like, an intergenerational history, like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of folks out there, you know what I mean? And we just, you don't really hear those names. Mm-hmm. You don't hear those names. And I think we're trying to create a space where, you know, it's not just Rooster Republic, like, we want you to know, like, who these individual people are. It's right. not just mm-hmm. one band and one act, but we're like, no, we want to name it. We want to yeah. like give it a face, give it a voice. Like yeah. it's really that crucial. Mm-hmm. Not, not yeah. like uh, I remember when we did the Toshi Regan thing. Like uh, yeah. my girl at the time, uh, she was like, Are "You playing with Toshi Regan?" <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea what the hell was going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was a good night for me. But like, uh, yeah. Especially right. so been a matchmaker for all kinds saying, of ways for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but yes, but, okay, but she was on. Terrible. She was on saying before Rootstock, and then like you were you were the one that really introduced her to me, even though everybody else around me knew. <laughs> saying, well, yeah. Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah, like you're saying, like all those other names is yeah, the the platform is is important. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you, what do you think about uh? For me, I remember growing up back home. I love the orchestra. Like, I would roll up in the concert in high school. My teacher would give me comps. I'd be the only black person in the whole place. And mm. I was like, damn. But I still enjoy myself. But That's how me and Jarvis get down. <laughs> right. Exactly. We roll up at the New York Philharmonic. And people are like, what y'all doing? We're like, what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> we pay these these bucks. Exactly. Right. But <laughs> we, we need to enjoy the concert. Can you take my jacket, please? <laughs> <laughs> we are here for rock modern. Right, right. right. <laughs> really? But, but the thing is... We did cover some hip-hop. We really love them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. I, I, it's just, just kind of... I feel like just having orchestras around the country, around the world, like, you know, funding, mm. like, the PR campaigns are old. They're mm. not reaching the right audiences. Mm. Yeah. So I was them, I was like, man, why are they not reaching, like, people who look like me, you know, which is why Rootstock's so cool. But do you think, like, the future of classical music, like, do you think that... 
that <laughs> gap allows you to like excel more because it's not PR doesn't seem like a big priority. Well, I, 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 I think they're just relying on the music itself. Right. And I think when you go to a concert, like you don't. Yeah, I'm I'm engaged in the the music because I I studied the music. I know the music. Right. Of course. But you know what I mean. Yeah. But there are other people that will enjoy the music as well. But the reason why they don't is because when you look at it, it just looks stiff. Right. They, old. They don't, they don't, you don't have to learn how to right. listen to. Yeah, it. it just looks Let, old. You don't yeah. know what you're listening to. However, <laughs> if let's say for instance, if we were if Rootstock says, "Oh, we're going to present a classical concert," it's just not going to be, be us sitting on stage playing mm-hmm. Brahms. It's going to be creative. It's going to be in a way that people seems it can be approached. And right. it's going to feel and collaborative with that audience exactly. too. Like we really invite folks to be engaged. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, to that point too, we're not like looking for permission or like not looking for anybody. Like we're not creating for the sake of like people like loving what we do. Right. We're creating because we have something to say that we know is relevant and prevalent and it's honest. And people really respond to that, like what, like what that is. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, we like really believe in uh, something and we believe in what we're doing in terms of like yeah. taking forward steps and like being really progressive and there's just a space for it and mm-hmm. I think we've, we've developed a team and a strategy to start to push that forward yeah. so a lot of the work we do is kind of behind the scenes Absolutely. you know like we've like started to present more shows yeah. that like centers our work in terms of being performing artists but mm-hmm. so much of the work we do behind the scenes is yeah it's really like the root of the name like rootstock is the root of the root it's like mm-hmm. it's the above ground that really supports the above ground growth so mm-hmm. it's like you may not always see who exactly is doing it but trust that like there's a space and a place being created for those folks to one be working financial um (laughs) oh yes oh yes to collaborate meet other people like when we did that mudbound session it was you know you think of like me it was like me stuff you drew like Niles, Malcolm, Malcolm and Chris, Malcolm and it was like yeah. seven people who couldn't have had more diverse backgrounds. Mm-hmm. All folks of color from all over the U.S., like in school, out of school, like classical, jazz, Americana folk, blues, rock, like you name it. Like they've probably done it, played with some of the biggest names, smallest names, buskers, you know, mm-hmm. TV, whatever. Right. whatever. But then yeah. to, to create an opportunity so like- to then be influenced by each other like we only get better get stronger mm-hmm. learn more like mm-hmm. i learned so much by even like i mean i feel like when i'm writing stuff in a session like i never know it's possible till you play it. you know what i mean just like mm-hmm. oh bass can do that you know right really inform a lot i feel like i learned so much from jarvis like you know like when i'm playing i'm like oh that's a really great way to do that you know it's like it's never just like a singular or like linear experience like we mm-hmm. really take so much from each other and we invite each other to grow and invite each other to come oh. in a space of vulnerability and like that. And that's what's that's missing. Part of the process. Yeah, that's what's yeah, missing. Like uh, the evolution. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, because like when I, when, like when I was growing up, like to go back to some of our earlier conversation, like uh, uh, my my teachers like really beat it into my head. Like she was like, uh, my teacher is like, uh, Chris, I'm a woman, and you're black. And you got big lips. <laughs> she was like, verbatim. She said that shit. No, she, 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 no, 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 no. I got love. I'm not gonna disrespect my teacher. I got love. Uh-huh. Say no, no, no. But she, <laughs> she, 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 she said some, she, she said some messed up shit. She said some messed up shit. But she's like, yeah. If we're gonna do anything, we have to work twice as hard. And they try to be mm-hmm. to me like this. Uh, the, 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 the prestige, the, the prestige is uh, uh is, is like the top orchestra or like. 
solo saying of mm. some European things or so European music and like uh and like when I hear you guys talk it's like I felt now like damn I I fucking limited my instrument for years you know like or limited like other angles because like because I would walk down the street mm. and everybody mm. be like oh you play jazz mm. and I wasn't ready to play it on the spot mm. you know mm. so I get mad mm. you know what I'm saying Absolutely. and so I spent my whole life like not my whole life but a good portion of my life like just going heavy with the classical, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm. trying to get to that to that level, but then I also felt they wasn't trying to let me in neither. And like, uh, but at the same time, like, I you got to stay focused on the goodness of things Absolutely. and like, yeah. and just yeah, cause all, all cause all the negativity is just distractions. Mm -hmm. you know what it's I'm so saying? funny that you said that. I was I was I was the same exact way. All I wanted to do was classical. That's something that's been drilled in my head. Yeah. But at the same time, I thought to myself, you know. I've been raised around all this beautiful music. I enjoy all this beautiful music. Like, why am I getting upset? Like, yes, I understand why I'm getting upset when someone asks me if I play jazs. Yes, I play classical music. I've spent hours studying classical music. Jazz is not something I play. But the reason why I get upset is because it's, it, it's an outward thing. People look at me and yeah. expect that's the only thing that I can do. That's why I get angry. You're yeah. a rapper. But, right. Yeah. But, now, but now, and th thankfully for Juliet. No wise, no wise. Right. <laughs> for Juliet and Rootstock, that's, that's something that's, you know, that's something where evolution is happening. We're evolving from this whole idea of playing just classical music. But it's crazy, though, because I feel like, you know, if, if, you, if you're a classically trained musician of any variety, he's probably gone to some kind of music school or conservatory. Absolutely. And then I think the, the stigma is that it's classical music or nothing, you know? Yeah. And it's not yeah. that. It's really yeah. not or it's classical or jazz, Absolutely. you know? Oh, and it's yeah. just like music is so wide and expansive and, you know, I'm like, yeah. let's make room for all of it. It's you know? so funny. I thought like that and all I listened to is reggae and pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, it's I grew up, like, playing everything else, medicine, from chai chai, and I'm just like, yo, but what about this kind of, you know? Yeah, no, 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 So you're playing like the beat is here and this is like it's this wide yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> you know and I feel it's like true, the best orchestras I hear like my favorite orchestras one of them is the Met because they play a lot of chamber music about you know yeah. opera mm -hmm. so they're just like mm -hmm. you know like this right and, it's tight. and so when they play like bigger works it's like oh man like mm -hmm. y'all really just 
great. It's not, it's not maybe swinging, but it sounds like it's grooving. Absolutely. Because in the pocket, like you're saying. And I feel like a lot of people maybe, you know, especially growing up as a brass player, man, I hated practicing excerpts. Like, because I thought it was just so, like, you know, because people, the way people practice them, they could play the hell out of an excerpt, but you put some, like, something else in front of them. Yeah, no idea what to do. Or no music, yeah. yeah. And they, they didn't know what to do. Like, they freeze up, you know. And I was just, like, couldn't get it. I was like, man, I'd rather not do excerpts. You know, of course I'll do it. But I'd rather not do that and play, like, these duets with you mm. to see, like, if you can really phrase, you well, know. I, I feel like, I mean, I, I think this is, like, a little bit of, like, the contemporary culture that we live in, too, which speaks to that. Like, we are in, like, an age of, like, such access and, like, immediacy. And also, in terms of access, like, we don't really have to think about anything. We don't have to engage our, our brains to, to do a whole lot because we have all these other devices. Mm-hmm. We have all these other tools mm-hmm. with which to, like, you know, gather whatever information we need. So in terms of music, it's the same thing. Like, if you're just given something all the time, you don't actually, you're not actually forced to think or, like, use that muscle to be like, okay, what, how can I how can I lift this music off the page? Or mm-hmm. if there's no music there, like what do I have to say? What is my voice? Like what what do I think? Like mm-hmm. do I have a place to express that? Where like, am I? Like <laughs> do, you, do you have a place to express it? Is a you know as a classically trained like bass player? You know what I mean? Or yeah. are you trying to get these excerpts so you can get that job? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like yeah. is that you? Like is that your voice? Yeah. If, if some of it's your voice, like there's room for duality. But like I've been upstairs for the past two weeks just practicing excerpts, and like. I'm like, oh, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. That's where you are right now? Yeah. yeah. N- n- like, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm sounding pretty decent, you know? I got like... You already know what that means. I got, right. I got, I got, <laughs> I got like two, three kids I got to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that I know they're going to be at the audition. But like, uh, my heart is not even in it, you know? You know what I'm saying? And like, I enjoy doing the podcast, but I, but I enjoy performing always. Like, yeah. when I'm on stage... I'm happy, you know, like, of and like, 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 when my pops is passing away, like, mm-hmm. I couldn't be in the hospital without my instrument, you know what I'm saying, like, because yeah. when I have my instrument, I should be playing the whole time, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then, like, they try to ask me questions, but this voice get all shaky and shit, you know what I'm saying, me and my baby upstairs, my bass, you know what I'm saying, like, we, we in love, you know, saying, like, like, <laughs> Right, we seen it. We know it. We feel it. Bass player play. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thank y'all for calling me bass player play. Oh right. We be ready for it. No, but like, but but it's not even y'all. It's your people too. Like, I've been leaving the spot. Like, bass player play. I'm like, I do. Y'all know what I'm saying. Because Clement Poetry said it during the after we did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The name of the saying something. She's like, yo, but what about bass player play? And I was like, Chris? I'm like, bass player play. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, damn, I should start calling him that too. That's fresh. No, so that's how he. No, no, no. But y'all saying for real, for real. And like, and like, I be showing up because that's my email address, right. you know what I'm saying? And like, bass player play everything, Instagram, Twitter, everything, you know? And so like, I show up at orchestra Bass player player. <laughs> bass play ah uh, play ah, uh. and they love it too. You know they love it too. You know they're having a great time too. You know, but like they're having a great time with they have a great time with it in a different way. You know, like but y'all get it. You know, like yeah, and like it, what, what, I think the the reason it came about it was uh it was my homeboy uh because like all right, so we we had the prep school. Right? Like, 
five, six black kids, you know? And then one of the badass trumpet players, he gave me my first email address. Hotmail just came out, you know? So he's like, <laughs> he was like, all right, play a list you know? So, oh, <laughs> so, and my brother was DJ 69, so I was Playlistic 68. Oh, wow. And then, and then, and then, and then, what's it called? Uh, and then saying Gmail was popping now, I gotta find a new name. So they're like, bass player, player. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get a tat now. And, and, and I got too much pride to leave it alone, you know? Yeah, you can't I, I show up at orchestra rehearsal, saying like, saying straight up like, regular, like white orchestra and shit. A bass player, player, I'm like, yeah, that's my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we ready for that. We ready right? for so it. We're like, say, we need that bass something. player, play tea. Say right. something. We need a headband. Everything. You know? Socks. Yeah. 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 yeah, so um, you guys should hear it through the headphones. I'm chopping through the thing. <laughs> no, but uh, that's a goal. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was amazing. No, that was. I'm like two, three it drinks. was perfect timing, too. Shout out to bass player playing. Yeah, right? um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, no, so like, uh. So what's the so what's like uh, my brother had asked me this because I because I don't have no mentors and I realized that the other day how important mentors are mm -hmm. you know like my pops was one of the dudes I would talk to like, I just dropped some real shit on him but I only did that when he, he was sick you know mm -hmm. but like uh, the only person like the older than me that really fucking be giving me knowledge and be questioning me is my older brother you know and like he asked me the other day like yo what's your end game in New York mm -hmm. so you just gonna freelance forever you know what I'm saying like. So like, what's the end game like with a uh, like like rootstock? Is that I mean, that's a serious question. I mean, just pop it on you like that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like not because like because like uh, when I asked if he had scored that earlier, mm. saying because I thought that was a possible answer, you know, because I could see you saying or the company like scoring for like films, short films, like like all that too, which brings in like the royalties and whatnot, where you can sit down for a little bit. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, like what, like where, like what's like where, like I know you trying, like like you say, you're creating the platform, saying for us, you know, to do our thing, you know, and for people of color to do our thing, you know. But uh, like, uh, how far do you want to bring it? Have you like, or, or what's the next, or what's the next thing, you yeah. know? It's funny because I, I did another interview. <laughs> and this oh, came up about a, about a month ago. Yeah, yeah with Ebony yeah. Bones, who's a UK based. Yeah. Um, my father would ask me this question yeah, all the time. It's, it's important, and, though. And I'll get mad at him, like, yo, stop asking me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing next five years. Should I go to college right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I feel like yeah, yeah. The, the, the way that I answered that then, and I feel like, you know, at least my point of view, and I, like Jarvis, you know, mm -hmm. I, I like we'll weigh in too, yeah. is the most important thing to me right now is legacy. Like it. That's mm -hmm. the most important thing to mm -hmm. me. It's like, again, it's like, you know, it's beyond us. It's beyond the here and now. It's like, you know, what happens in terms of creating a space for the next indefinite period of time? You know, like, can we help to shift, yeah. like, the reality of what it has been and what it currently is? There's a lot of organizations, you know, and a, a lot of collectives and a lot of initiatives that are already doing mm -hmm. that. And it's super powerful. And like, in what way can we contribute to that? In what way can we continue to build out a space and a place for stream players of color to be seen, 
to be heard, to be celebrated, to create dynamic work, to not feel like you sidelined or to not feel like yeah. your voice isn't important or yeah. to feel like what you have to say is small or some like, version of something somebody else has already said. Mm-hmm. Like, can we do that for the next like three thousand years? You know, like can we can we can we create a stamp right now? And that's the thing to it. I I we don't think about it as and yes, we plan ahead. But it's not necessarily we think about what what do we expect we start to be doing in the next five years. I think it's just more so what are we doing now in order to shape what's happening next. And I think, you know, a lot of companies and a lot of people, they focus on, you know, where I want to be, where I want to be, where I want to be. And they forget about what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the really good things about Rootstock. We have clients. We develop those relationships with those clients. And our legacy begins. And then we just... Everything just transpires from there. Everything I, rolls from there. I get so tired of classical music sometimes, you know, like, well, I want to say classical music. I mean, I really or- feel about it. I mean, or- <laughs> I, mean or- I mean, like, playing orchestra. Like, it, like, the thing is, like, I'm not, like, getting that, like, I, 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 I get up in Lincoln Center from time to time, you know, but, like, but, like, but it's like, I want to be up in Lincoln Center where I'm just chilling, you know? Right. And, like, yeah, that's a very comfortable type of life, you know, like. Right. Absolutely. Now, camera? You throwing stuff at me. <laughs> Your reaction was yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I get frustrated with it. But uh, like, uh, do you think you ever want to go international? Well, oh, I think that's pretty. Well, yeah, no, 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 we have a, a client that we work with in South Africa. We have this client, Ebony Bones, in the UK. And mm. the project that we scored for her, we did some music preparation, um, arranging and transcribing for a big project she's working on with the Beijing Philharmonic. Mm. Um, so we didn't play that project. And, you know, they there's some other things in the works that we're not at liberty to talk about right now. But mm. um, there's, there's plans ahead, you know, within Absolutely. the next year and a half or so um, to continue to develop out like that work. Um, yeah, and so we have folks in Brazil, and like mm-hmm. we have folks where we have a couple of contingencies kind of all over right now. So Rootstock is is New York based, but the the impact is is global. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a couple of like pinpoints that we're looking at, and a couple of residencies that we're in development right now. And so Ooh. yes, and I think mm-hmm. that's you know of yes. course we're creating a platform for everyone to speak of, have a voice, and you know highlight these beautiful musicians. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the beauty about Rootstock is we we. <laughs> call ourselves and we are quote unquote we're fixers like if anybody has a project that's what, that's what, that's what we go in and do like we create but at the same time we are collaborators so mm-hmm. if someone brings us on to a project and they need us in any other way than just sitting down in our chairs and playing mm-hmm. we're going to give you more than that we we're, like to show up beyond the work you know absolutely. oftentimes i feel like you know we work with um uh this incredible local artist Dre Denora, who's um buffalo based and like literally turn around the next week and work with one republic you know and it's like they literally said the exact same thing and like i'm just to to, to give you an idea of like the range literally came into a project we could have sat down showed up played our notes and like let mm-hmm. that be that but it's like we came in we saw like a room to maybe help improve and like lovingly made a suggestion for something and so it was like, oh, we never would have considered that, or we've never worked with string players like this before mm-hmm. that were so involved or so willing to collaborate or so willing to just offer something beyond just sitting down and showing up to play notes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like our clients become friends and they, they become, you know, they're more than just colleagues. Like, we are really into building sustainable relationships and partnerships with folks. And so, everyone we've worked with so far this year, I feel like we've worked with 
two, sometimes three times already within the same year, and it's just because of a certain precedent that's been established, and that's so important to us. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's never just a gig for us. You know, right. we really try to think long term in in everything that we do. You know, find the poetry is a great example. Like yeah, literally, yeah. just off the strength of you know. Playing one gig or playing one session, it's like, oh yeah, wow, we didn't we didn't realize that yeah. this is what it could be like. You yeah, know, working with Drea, you know, on the Spirit of Nina retrospective project. What's, like, what's the what's the, the the names I always get? Climbing Poetry, yeah. Naima and Alisa. Okay, yeah. Naima, yeah. Naima and Alisa. Naima Penniman and Alisa Garcia. Which one's the taller? Taller Na- is Naima, Naima. Penniman. <laughs> <laughs> Naima. Naima has the shorter hair. Yeah, yeah Lisa with the locks. Lisa, yeah, yeah I always yeah. forget Lisa. Like, oh, but yeah, you know, it's like you think, <laughs> and it's it's yeah. it's internal too. You know, it's just like we try to call the the same people often, Absolutely. and when we have opportunities, we really look to continue to expand what that is. You know, oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know, we're confined by certain budgetary limits when we're working with artists, but. When we have an opportunity, we like to stretch all the time. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a budget for two, we're like, well, what about four? You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, it's like, you know, we just worked on a session a couple weeks ago, a hip-hop project, and it's like, literally, like, never, this artist had never done this before. And I was like, you know, I know you want some strings, but like, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you know, violin. I was like, oh, so violin, viola, cello, upright, bass, and heart. And he was like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, and it's like, and then like two years ago when we did that project, I was like, oh, what about sitar? Like, what about, and right. so now he's like, I want to work with sitar. I want to work with harp. Like, I understand what these instruments are. Like, also yeah. allowing folks like a space to be like, Shout out oh. to that. Like, <laughs> Shout out to that. Wow. Like, I could also incorporate this in my work or there's a space for this. Or a couple people came up to us after the show or like, we've heard harp, but we've never seen it live before. Right. Like, Orchestra plays daily, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't too many days that they're not on stage. Yeah. So that to hear an yeah. adult in their forties say that yeah. is astounding. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when I access in a place like New York, of all you know, in, in a city like New York, I'm like, yeah, but you can see that like any day. Absolutely. You know, there was a kid, there was but, a, but maybe you can't too though. Maybe there, there's a kid that came to me on the train and saw me my bass. He was like, "Is that a piano?" Oh, like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that a trombone? I got those two questions. Wow. I get trombones and, too. And I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said, wow. pause. Wow. Sometimes you kind of yeah. be annoyed to answer questions. You're like, really? Uh, but then, yeah. but dancers, really, if you don't have access, you don't oh, yeah. know what it looks like. Oh, yeah. you, don't, you don't know. Like, we've seen it. So we yeah, know, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? For sure. This ain't a flute. You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. For sure. No, like, uh, uh, I, I think Sharif was the moment saying the Sharif episode that we had earlier. Mm. That was the moment, because that was like three, four episodes in. Mm. I realize now nothing's by chance anymore. Yeah, none, right. none of this is by mm-hmm. chance. Right. When I, The people I'm inspired by, it's like, it's it's not by luck or like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, not only like uh, do they take the steps, but saying somebody placed them around the proper teachers and like... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The proper shows, like the Midori shows, you know, mm-hmm. and like it feels like alignment, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you don't always yeah. understand it. You yeah, know how the dots connect, but, yeah. you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. We trust that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even right now, like, thank you all so much. This is oh no, thank you. Incredible to Absolutely. just be able to speak on the work. You know, I think playing is is one thing, and also not, just engaging not, in conversation. Not, 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 is to be honest, like the re- like like I, I I didn't give you guys a proper introduction like I've given everybody else. <laughs> No, we just went right into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all are really engaging. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. We're like, let's yeah, go right into yeah, it. Yeah. Let's 
but, like, no, but, but, we dive right in. We're like, okay. But, 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 I, but I came in here, I invited y'all because of my own anger, and I've been trying to pull it out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like, cause like, uh, it, not my anger towards y'all or nothing like that, just towards like, the classical, the, the, class, right. <laughs> the classical game and like, saying black musicians, man. Cause like, cause like, I see uh, <clears throat> other bass players, you know what I'm saying? Like they connect with the same teacher better than I did, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But what if that teacher was black? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Saying like, what if that teacher was black? And like we, Cause I, I I can't talk about hiking, and fishing and shit like well, that. I mean that 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 goes that goes to something that I'm very passionate about. Well, you hiking, bitch? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the idea. I did just go on a hike yesterday. <laughs> no, I fuck some hikes too. Oh, really? like, like hiking. You do that. I like I, I like hikes too, but I, but like I didn't. I, 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 you can't talk about. I, it. I wasn't doing it from like six to like seventeen. Like right. it wasn't part of my. It was a thing I did like by chance. You know, like white water rafting was a thing I did by chance. Like. Shooting gut like or, or or whatever they like they like, like go, the going biking <laughs> on the porch. Is this the same thing? Like I went I went rock climbing yesterday as like part of like a like a yeah. birthday present and like literally like it was a black instructor there and it was like four black women like taking this introductory class and he was like I was hyped when y'all walked in because he was like we just don't really see too many right. folks of color in here. He was like you know black people climb too and yeah. it just like it hit me and I was like. It kind of doesn't matter what your thing is. Like, it's just important to be seen. And right. he was like, he got hyped to tell us about the first annual rock climbing festival in Alabama. And I was like, why are you climbing Alabama? Like, what's good there? Like, <laughs> 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 you know? I guess maybe I haven't spent enough time yeah. in that region. But, yeah, but, you know, but it's it's the same thing. Like, people... Like want 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 a space to be seen and, and to be celebrated, yeah. not in some like egotistical way, yeah. like, not in some kind of like gratuitous yeah. way, but really yeah. like I see you, like we yeah. celebrate you, like when we yeah. call you on, like we score right. parts like specifically no, that we know bass play, play and hit, you know. It's just no, like no, no, thank you, and it's man. not just like some yeah mill of the you know run of the mill whatever. It's like yo, we like make a space that's like really intentional and specific, and I and I think you know when you're inside of a particular hustle on a classical grind, like. That's not a space that's, it's not a shape that's like meant for you. You're trying to fit inside of another space uh -huh. that sometimes feels like, do I fit? Yeah. Will I fit? Yeah. Am I supposed to fit? Yeah. Like the, yeah. The, the, the dissonance, no pun intended, but like the dissonance inside of what that experience is. That's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, really yeah. Hard. And it's just a mind. It's just a mindset that you can't, you can't necessarily get away from. Get the first Yeah, you can't. You no, 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 we good. Yeah, it's just a mindset that you'll never, ever get away from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and you're always faced with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like you said that when you first moved to New York, you know? But, so, like, uh -huh. but what you guys are creating, though, is, like, the future, like, they, sh they, they might, be, they, there's a chance they might be able to, to rock with it, you know? But yeah. I mean, either they they do or they don't. It doesn't really matter. Rootstock is still gonna push forward. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no. that's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> you do it to the sun. You know, we're not really looking for permission. Exactly. You know, we, we we go because we know we have something important, and you know, if it hasn't been done, we're we're gonna do it. And mm -hmm. if it's been done, we're gonna contribute to that. You know, we're not trying to be some innovative fire started like as if you know to diminish what everyone else has done or you know mm -hmm. the other impacts that have you know already um, helped to create a space for us because we didn't oh, yeah. get here on our own because we had some idea to be like, oh, we yeah. should, you know, there's a lot of folks Man. who precede us um, who, are, who, are, who are doing it too and I think we're, we're doing it in a way that we're like... Cool. But you guys are more of the future though. So like, 
I, I would show respect to like uh, the first uh, curtain audition. Uh, a black woman won. Mm-hmm. A harp, you know, in Boston. Mm-hmm. The first car in the audition in America, you know. And like, uh, that's dope. And like, after that, more people started being inspired. Right. And then like, uh, from seeing this now, it's like, I, 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 like, the reason like I said I started this podcast was inspiration and motivation. And I'm seeing like now, for even for myself, like, I've limited my mind, you know. Like, uh, I limited my mind. I let people do that to me. Well, no, I let myself do it to myself. Can't really blame nobody, you know. I think you trusted in a vision. I trusted in the vision. Like, it was kind of curated they told, for you. They you too also, it, it goes. And that's not a bad thing. And it goes. And they, they, to, they told me to play the excerpts, play the scales. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Win the job, and then exactly, but straight. Because to your point, you, you, you <laughs> asked the question earlier. You said, if this teacher was black. But at the same time, yes, that's important. But at the same time, like I was saying, that's something that's passionate to me. You have to have adaptable pedagogy when you're teaching students. Like, mm-hmm. yes, if I have a white student standing in front of me, I have a black student in front of me. These two students are totally different. Mm-hmm. I have to mold myself around that student. And that's what's lacking. Adaptable pedagogy. Yeah. Yeah. That, from the teachers. Right? From the teachers. Exactly. That's what's missing. It starts early on. And it has not, nothing to do with what, what we have here. Yeah, it's right. what started early, early on. And it's not even just black and white. You heard that it wasn't my fault. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like, if you have a teacher, a white teacher standing in front of a, a black student and a white student, how how often are they going to adapt yeah, themselves to so understanding that you yeah, have so much that. to offer? Message. And the student as well. <laughs> this student as well yeah. has so much to offer. But at the same time, I may have to rework myself in order to break through to this student. Yeah, it's so and crazy. That's what's missing. I'm all about that too because, like, uh, I, 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 I teach at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a great. Put on a t-shirt. It's really, it's really good. Yeah. That's the book. Please don't take that. Like, I teach, seriously, I teach a time, 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 time. I teach a time to time at like a, a summer festival for like four weeks at a time, three weeks at a time, and like, uh, yeah, I, I do have to adjust to the kids, you know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, I remember the first girl, they didn't tell me she was like, had a, like a learning disability. Absolutely, you know? yeah. I said, nobody told me that. I said, I'm over here shouting at the little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then like two, two weeks into the three-week program, I'm like, yeah, she's learning disability. But I, yeah, but I would like treat different students differently. And my favorite students was like the hard-headed kids, you know, mm-hmm. like trying like just figuring out their path until they get them like motivated with music, you know, but you're right. Saying, like, you have to figure out a way to get your students motivated. Because, like, the reason, like, I, like, I, like, I'm Or help them to access, like, what they need to do. Exactly. You know, versus just having this blanket thing and then having this almost, like, you know, blamatory if you're not, if you're not shaping up to it. Mm -hmm. To actually take the time to figure out where is somebody struggling. Because I don't think anybody's ever approaching something like an asshole, like, I'm just going to do this wrong. Right. That's incredible. I had had a a teacher mentor, Diane Monroe, Mm, who kind of took me under her wing. Like, literally, she's the reason why I graduated from college and am standing where I'm at. Like, literally, because she saw me and she said, I can help you. Mm. And she said, you're not getting what you need. Mm. And I literally, like was working at a restaurant and I was like at the time the Amtrak was really affordable I got on a train every single mm, week to go to Philadelphia from Baltimore <laughs> on a weekend really affordable? oh yeah at that, time, <laughs> at that time I mean you could get a ticket like like, a, like, a, like 100 bucks round, round trip, trip or less okay. like at the like, same week and I was going to her house in Philly every week to take these lessons that were 2 or 3 hours 
And I remember, like, I was saying something. I was like, you know, I'm so grateful to have a teacher like you. And she was like, you can never call me your teacher. She's like, I'll be your friend. I'll be your mentor. But she's like, I'm not showing you something that you don't already know. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm just trying to help you get there a little faster. And she's like, you have mm-hmm. to trust that you already have it. And she's like, I'm just helping and, like, push the process along. And it's exactly that, you know? It's just like... Mm-hmm. For somebody I to think, be like, I think people who are in a position often to be a teacher or to be a mentor, um, there's some sort of insecurity even in that position where they they have a hard time, almost like, you know, getting to that point where they're maybe vulnerable enough to to be a mentor, to like mm-hmm. to be able to mm-hmm. acknowledge like, because almost like admitting that like you might have to adapt to different people, which is um, to admit that like admits. Or it makes it look like maybe you have some sort of incompetency, or that's the fear, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think teaching is supposed to be this perfect thing either, though. Like, is the teacher oh, sure. not? Like, it's not. It's, it's not. But that's, like the that that's the, the problem. Is that, yeah. is right. that to admit, like, I have to modify this for different people? I think a lot of people who are in the position to be that teacher, to be that mentor, have a fear that that then might reflect that there's something that they're incompetent. They don't know. Well, the yeah. thing is with yeah. me, I mean... Or I, they have a fear that they won't be able to actually accomplish it. And, right. and something, yeah. and that, one of the things of why this speaks true, true to me is because when I was, week. you know, when I was studying in school, I had one teacher telling me that, oh, Jarvis, you know, grad school's around the, around, around the corner. Do you feel comfortable? I don't think you're ready. Maybe you should pursue, pursue something other than music. Maybe you should go to fashion school or something. Right. <laughs> so, of course, this teacher is known for Killing you know, gr- no great pedagogy, <laughs> teaching fantastic students. Not adaptable pedagogy, but either. not adaptable. Mm. But I found a teacher. I found a teacher who's you know very much my mentor, very much my friend now. That grabbed me by my hands and said, "No, you're not going to do this. You are going to play music." He molded himself around me. He molded himself to make sure. Yes, you don't have the resources. I'm going to give you the resources, yeah. and I owe that to him because otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation or being part of Rootsock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I'm saying that it's important <laughs> to have this mm-hmm. mindset that I need to mold myself as an educator, as a teacher, mold myself around each of my students. Yes, don't get me wrong. I'm a teacher. It's exhausting. You get home and you're exhausted. But I'm not going to be stuck in my ways to say this is the way I teach. This is my pedagogy, and I'm not going to teach you anything. Else. Yeah, that's not that's not teaching. To me. Yeah, my brother started his school out in Arizona. Shout out to Sounds Academy, Phoenix. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> small plug. Saying, nah, 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 nah. But like, cause like me and my brother were getting the little battles, cause like uh, <clears throat> he was the reason I. St- my brother's competitive, you know what I'm saying, with each other. So like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I play. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's on he's on his teaching game and like but his school like uh uh he shows the kids how to play, how to book tickets, how to how to be the sound wow. guy, how wow. to be how, uh, how to do lights, uh uh yeah. the carpet guy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The yeah. the design guy. He shows them every aspect. And he's like, Yo, Chris, you ain't gotta like just play, you know what I'm saying? Like and like he was telling me that from early, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. and, and like, my teacher put my horse. I'm not gonna blame my teacher. Saying I put the horse blinders on myself early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, yeah, it's a blessing to hear all this now and like connect it with my brother. Saying it's my blood, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's really powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we see a lot of people who never get that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and, and and they do it to themselves mentally, and they got the talent. Cause, I, cause, like, cause, like, like the reason, like, one of the reasons I brought y'all here, because it's like, I'm still in the game, y'all still in the game, but I seen a lot of people fall off, and like, like, as far as saying POCs and saying like, uh, 
and like uh, they just went to other paths and different careers, you know, because they felt like they didn't have a place, you know. Mm. But like I felt I had to stay in one lane, and y'all like I'm gonna find a lane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna make my own lane, and yeah. I'm gonna bring and I'm bringing everybody with me. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And like the whole squad. You know what I'm saying? And and, 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 and 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 like it's that DJ Khaled shit. It's just all love. You know I what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, and, 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 and like that can't lose, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any uh, gem drops? That name is so perfect. I just feel like I don't want I don't want that to be missed. I was reading that earlier and then just hearing about like what you're what you're doing and I'm connecting it back to what I read on your website about like actually what the name is. If you could just review that one more time before we end, because yes. I think it's important. Yeah, sure. Oh so, yeah, I meant to ask that Rootstock, earlier. When you when you think of the name Rootstock, it's really it's the root of the root. It's the it's the underground growth that really impacts the, the the above ground growth. So when you think about the work that we do, oftentimes it can appear mm-hmm. or maybe not appear um, <laughs> is the work that happens behind the scenes. But it's it's the work that we do in preparation. It's the work that we do in studio. It's the work that we do, you know, in scoring. It's the work that we do, you know, with all of our clients that really allows their projects to then be lifted Absolutely. to this other place and space. And you know, Republic is is just really meant to reflect the team. It's really kind of for the team, by the team, we mm-hmm. like live and rule by a really democratic process. Like no one voice is more important than another. Like we have ideas, you know, always, but um, you know, the the work that we do is really rooted in in those ideas and those values. Um, like everything beyond that is really just an outward reflection of, of those core values. And so yeah, that's that's Rootstock Republic. I mean, that goes back to the legacy. Yeah, Absolutely. rather than just like what, where are you in five years? Like, what are you doing constantly that's going to build Absolutely. into the legacy that you want to create? Yeah, maybe what's our five-year marker? Not what we want to do at five, but like, right, right. where are we going to be? You know? Like an idea of it, and Absolutely. like a you know setting to, like a thing, like a, having a value, a legacy that you're going that you're going to go back to a pinpoint that you can always build into. And the main thing is, it's, it's like Juliet said earlier. It's not these are not gigs for us. You know, mm-hmm. it's about building clients, building relationships. So then later on, setting five years person. from now, setting a person. Exactly. Person. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not, that not, person calls us. We call when, that person. When you guys said legacy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like I'm guilty of like thinking short again because like mm. when I think of the word legacy, I was just thinking about my, like, like with this, you know, like uh, just my kids just be like, yo, granddad or daddy did this. <laughs> yeah, of course. They can hold it and read it. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like they can That's hold it. That's one example. They can hold it. Nah, but you guys are talking about like movements. I'm just talking about some selfish, selfish feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, To be clear. Right. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> right. Number three, what little drink we in there? Twenty gems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what, what, what would all right, so what would, what did the rootstock want to tell the people? Cause like what what I've gathered is love, saying and like uh, like get the hatred out of your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. nothing you guys said today was like Fuck them, like oh fuck this or oh, fuck that. You, like, not, like, 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 I, I, I mean, like, not, nothing about like, cause like, cause like the things that, like, the things that like motivate me is like, 
the stress of my life, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And y'all didn't talk nothing about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, <clears throat> it was just a motivation for a bigger picture, you mm -hmm. know? But like, what do you want to tell the people? Saying like, what do you want to tell the audience right now? Like, what like what is it? What keeps y'all going? Our, like, by the way, our audience is Shreve Clayton, our one viewer. Is that Shreve? Oh, what's up, Shreve? <laughs> is that Shreve? <laughs> what's up, Kevin? Hi, Shreve. Sorry. Thanks for putting my son to the live video, Shreve. We're here for it. Yeah, Shreve. Yeah, we tweet. Look good. I think for for <laughs> I think my message and, and something that Juliet and I talk about all the time, especially as a musician, it's a very sensitive space. But I think when one lives in their truth. Mm you're able to do it just about anything. Yeah. And don't let anyone take that away from you. No matter what happens, you have to live in your truth. I'm going to roll up right now. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You and was right. <laughs> it's so crucial to build a team and a support system. Mm -hmm. Like, really, nothing we do is, is ever by, by ourselves, you know, and we... We like to give props to every single individual mind, hand, every single thing, you know, in, in terms of what our, what our process is from mm -hmm. start to finish. I mean, when you see Roots Like Republic, like, know that it really is a collaborative experience. Know that there's a lot of hands, a lot of minds involved. Um, but build, build a team, so, you know? It's so, like, so, yeah. so, like, no, no doubt you started this shit, right? <laughs> I feel like I, I, I found you, the company. You're the seed. I, I found that a company based on... You're the root of the root. <laughs> yeah, she's the root of the room. No, yeah, yeah, not, 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 I feel like I, when I, 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 I first saw, I envision the company. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, 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 I founded the company based on a vision for something that I experienced, and I just, I, I felt like I didn't need a permission to create yeah. a space for myself. Yeah. At a time when, you know, if it was orchestral or if it was like something more contemporary commercial and folks aren't really looking for me, they're not looking for a chocolate yeah. violinist with locks. Like, I don't really fit the mold. I don't need to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't need to fit that mold. So I'm not looking to be the black don't. I'm not looking to be the so-and-so of mm. don't. Yo, I don't fuck your y'all want? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Listen, listen. <laughs> It's not that, but I think it's, it's, you know, we, we come from a, a long line of folks who are innovative and, and you, you know, you create out of a space of necessity and we, we saw a need and see a need. And I think the work that we're doing is, is really addressing that. I think we have to name where there's crisis and there's crisis in terms of like the black string player community. There really is. Like, there really is. Yeah. You uh, know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it's not to overpower what anyone is doing. Oh, no, you know, there's enough not, space you know, like, for everybody yeah, to create. You know? Really and I think that's one of the things that has happened. Like, one gets into a certain yeah. position and they feel as though they need to overshadow. That's yeah. not what we're doing. Yeah. No. Uh, we want to move along Me with personally. everybody else. Like, you know, we like to move. We want to move things forward. Exactly. You know? Now, now, I'm glad you said it because I'm a hater. You know what I'm <laughs> no, real talk. I'm a hater. <laughs> the greatest hater of all time. Yo, one of my favorite Fifty Cent lines is like, "Yo, you getting money? I can't get no money. Well, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite well, lines. Full circle, right? right? And I live by that. <laughs> yeah. so. but, but even like, but, but like real talk too. You know, it's just like. 
know that you know any anytime you know Jarvis and I is is reaching out you know to you Chris in particular oh, like it's not even just like yo yeah. you are you available for this gig like yeah. we are like yo you are no. part of the family you're no, part of the no, team no, you you, got, if, you, we you mean like if Chris say yeah. no what's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 no 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 like, like honestly you got you can't yeah. say no it's a call actually exactly right? you can't <laughs> say no, no, no. You, like, like, you, like, you as much a part of the yeah. team as I am as yeah. Jarvis is right. as Niles is I didn't give you guys a problem is, is you know what I mean? Like the like the I, list goes I, on. I didn't give you guys a proper intro, but like the reason like I, I also invite y'all because y'all show me mad love, man, and like yeah. and you you don't even know saying like sometimes I get to the double digits, saying just two digits and then like point two two something, you know what I'm saying? And then like I get the right call at the right time every time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and saying y'all always been there and like every time because like I'm the type of dude I show up real quiet and nervous. Because if I get too regular and too comfortable, I might say some shit, make people uncomfortable. Like, uh, I, I say what's on my mind sometimes and people don't like that. Right. You know, but like, you guys have always been kind to me and always accepted me. And like, uh, I felt I had to have y'all. Everybody that's been on the first season, except for one, saying I've known, saying, I'm saying like, uh, and like, uh, they've definitely inspired me and like, mm -hmm. really motivated me, keep me up in that room practicing. And I show up every time. I promise to show up. Saying every time too. Saying like, yeah, and like, uh, yeah, and, and, and you guys do. And like another thing too is like, y'all dark like me. You know what I'm saying like, and like, and like a lot of string players saying be light. You know what I'm saying? Be <laughs> 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 mad light. And I'm not hating on light skin niggas. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm saying there's like, room for the evolution. But everybody. to see y'all right. doing it as like, so, so saying like, dark as me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and like, and like, we, we know that colorism is like a real reality inside of the. You go to any country, too, you go right? to any yeah, country, the darker right. people got it rough. But my boy pointed out to me, he's like, the darker people always worked in the field, so of course they're darker. But he was black too, but we got an argument with, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, nah, but yeah, nah, but definitely saying uh, I want to thank y'all again for coming out. Nah, shout out to Sean, shout out to Dr. Champ saying he couldn't be here tonight. Thank you, Sean. You, you, we tagged you though. You, you part of the process. <laughs> Don't you ever forget that, Shawnee, honey. But uh, yeah, saying, uh, yeah, saying Rootstock Republic, Medcat. Yo, wait a second. Tell them where to find you guys on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook just so they know in case they're looking. That's a little less of my forte. <laughs> So oh. pass on oh. all things JV? social media. You know, when you see us, know that, you know, again, it's a real collaborative. She was buying from social media, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll eat these but you know what? It's good to Tweeting know. and Instagram is not really my, you know, it's not it's not my gift. I can grab my kids' tweets, though. Yeah. Just, you know, well, on Facebook, that. for Roots Out Republic. Spell it up. Um, R-O-O-T-S-T-O-C-K. Yeah, yeah. R E. P-U-B-L-I-C. Come on, fine. Rootstock Republic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on Facebook, on um, Instagram, we're at Rootstock um, dot Republic. Rootstock. Long story. Instagram, try to get us. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We, we created a new one. We, we back, back in there. We back. We, we back, back now. in there. Yep. Check and them out. And then Twitter, we're um, Root Magic. Yeah. Root Magic. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you look for the same name, you couldn't find it? Huh? You look for the same name on Instagram and Twitter, you couldn't find the same name? Mm -hmm. You know, my sister actually had a vision about that. And so that was like shout out to my sister and is that okay. you know she, our, she said root magic she said root magic, root magic. she's okay. one of our executive members and also our legal counsel and like one of the 
one of the initial minds kind of behind the project, and so that was like a little a little shout to. to yeah, fam, fam, family is great. You know, so yeah, family supportive is, family is great. She keeps she keeps us in order. <laughs> <laughs> Another gem. That was no shade, no shade. You know, we got a lot of family. We do. I'm saying. Maybe I'm talking about myself. Saying. I'm saying the supportive family. Yeah. Because you know. Yeah. That's a point. That's a point, yeah. That's yeah, not just my family, you know what I'm saying? But like, I haven't seen family at a concert in a minute. I ain't hating on them. So we got, we busy, we got work. You know what I'm saying? I understand. That's it. The bills to be paid. But I'm going to bring y'all up. I'm going to keep on inviting you That's all right. No, it's good. I mean, I think that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, when we can be in support of each other, like, on and off the stage. I Absolutely. think that's that's also part of the bill, too, right? You yeah. Know, like, that's... It's important. Like, I can't even tell, y'all. This is, like, a little personal, unrelated to work. I can't even tell you what it meant yesterday. Like, I had this, like, surprise... Bir- I'm about to get tearful. Uh-huh. I had this pr- surprise birthday dinner yesterday um that my partner like helped to organize and literally to see jarvis to see chris to see jess and niles like five you know four people who oh, yeah, you yeah. know we work work together all the time but it's like to feel like yo these folks are also my family like to, that you oh, wanna, yeah. that you would want that you would want to come out and like take time but that's also just you know representation I mean? like that, of what the company is about oh yeah you know what i mean that you know? too like when i was yeah. there last night so when i was there last like, night was, it was like a lot, like a lot, cause like when I show, so when I first started showing up, I forget what my, what was my first one. I feel like was it, it Sharif? No, maybe it was maybe. for Sharif. She was early, I know that. Yeah, you know yeah cause we did that session at Grand Street. I think that, that and might like, have been. And like, thank God, I knew Sharif. Like, I thank God, but like, I know Sharif, but. I, I played a couple of gigs with you here and there, but yeah. then you know what I'm saying. Just and, knew of each other, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then like. Uh, just the connection that like it building that like to see everybody from the party from all the years that I've known you and like to see everybody like show up. Yeah. I'm like, damn man, this is this is real. Like yeah. like a lot of people <laughs> got really got love, you know. Right. Really, so. yeah, that's what that's what it feels like on and off the stage too though. It's yeah. like this family, like Rootstock is a is a creative space, but it's also a safe space. Right. Oh you know? yeah, like, yeah. We really feel like we have each other and we hold each other down and that's crucial, you know? Like I really can't imagine it any other way. Mm-hmm. I feel like it wouldn't be right. No. It wasn't that. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, what's your social? Where can they find you? My social? Your social security number. My social security number. Nah. <laughs> this, is a, nah. this episode feels really like Medicine Cabinet. Yeah. So nah, I just want to nah. like put that up there. Like nah, nah, nah. It's good. It's good. This is the mission. Yeah, this we trying to... I, I got motivated. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> And yeah, we hype too. We're about to go out and eat it right now. Right. <laughs> I have horse blinders on my no, whole not. life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, where can they find Medicine Cabinet? Oh, the where Medicine can they Cabinet. Find bass player, player. Where can they oh, find bass player, player. Every, bass player, player, everything. Sean Sean. Is oh, that we said? Oh, Sean Yanni. Okay. Try to have it. The Medicine Cabinet podcast you can find on. We are well. We figure an Instagram out. Don't. No, no, no. We call Jarvis. He's really good at that. It's yeah. called. The Medicine Cabinet Podcast on Facebook. We're working on a website. It's coming. No, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook. The Medicine Cabinet. Put the the in the front. The Medicine Cabinet. Yeah. And oh, yeah. podcast at the end of it. Yes, the Medcast podcast. Yeah. The Medicine Cabinet podcast on Facebook. If you, if you hear this, probably you're following us already. We but I'm not gonna pick up a guy. Bass player, player. Rose. All right, should we end this?
private All right, yeah. I think we got to end right now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Legally. Yeah. All right. Vain Gloria. I like that. I like it in the black. I like the way you fill it out. I love how we look from the back with the cuffs and the straps. guys for listening really really appreciate it really do cannot deny that yeah um thank you again to our sponsors jellyfish treasury and vangloria without your support you know we wouldn't be where we are but yeah thanks but uh yeah the last song we have coming in today saying the featured artist for this final episode of the season is king malachi hustling boy yeah i first saw him when i was down in atlanta last christmas at a live show, like open mic night over in Atlanta. And everybody was like really drawn to this guy, the way his, uh, the, the response he, that, that he got from the crowd was just ama- amazing. And he's got like this real soulful voice. But this is the song that he had closed with. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it the uh, same way I did. All right, here it goes. On the south side. Hustlers play Young and stacking G's Bought every day For a short time Just off my face I could get work And not be a fancy I was a hustling boy Living in the city streets streets. I used to hang outside Smoking on a gang of trees I used to pray on my knees Cause the police watching me Will I survive all the streets Living in the city streets Wow
gang of trees. I used to pray on my knees, cause the police watching me. We lost five or six, living in the city streets. Wow.